Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio, Season 6, Episode 129, recorded Monday, January 15th, 2024. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Cinserpino. Well, here we are. It's the middle of January already, and I hope that you're keeping up with your New Year's resolutions. I'm sure trying. And it's also winter here in Connecticut. Uh, we did have our first snowstorm of the season a week or so ago. Now, it's been a really long time since we had any appreciable snow here. And I got to tell you, I got spoiled a bit. But it is winter in New England, however. And maybe it's time to head south. Yeah, oh yeah, we're, we're going to be leaving for Little Cayman this Friday. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the weather will cooperate with our early morning flight. Now on today's show, I'm going to keep up with my new format. Stay tuned for another installment of Wet Notes, and for my commentary, I'm going to be talking about one of my resolutions, and that's to do a little more reading this year, and I'm going to preview my first few books on my reading list. But up first, let's dive a little deeper into what's been going on at Scuba Shack the last few weeks. The start of a new year is always filled with a lot of non-diving activities for a small dive shop in the Northeast, and 2024 started off busy. We got back to the shop on January 2nd, and it was time for me to focus on all those year-end closeout activities, quarterly filings with the state and federal government, and ensuring all the expenses for 2023 were accounted for properly. Like diving, when you haven't done these things for a while, you tend to forget exactly how things should be done. And I'm glad that's over. I then participated in a DEMA Board of Directors meeting. Now, this was a special meeting as we needed to talk about the impacts of the Las Vegas Grand Prix on the 2024 show. The overlap between our show and the Formula One race was a major topic of concern when we were in New Orleans. More to come on that in my wet notes section. Now, trips are a big part of our business, and they take a lot of time and coordination, and we had three different trip meetings over the last two weeks. First, the team that was heading down to Isle Mirada got together to talk about the logistics for getting to the Keys, and then we conducted our trip meeting for our little Cayman journey. We always have a trip meeting about a month before the event, but given the holidays, this one got moved out a little bit. It always allows us to answer any last-minute questions, make sure everybody is ready, and then clean up any last-minute items. And finally, we had another informational session for our August trip to the Sea of Cortez on board the Rocio del Mar. 
Work also began on getting all of our gear ready for 2024 dive season. We started with the tanks and spent an entire Saturday getting all of our tanks, both our air and nitrox tanks, cleaned and visually inspected. It was a daunting task, and we celebrated with a quick trip to the brewery next door after we were done. And then finally, over the weekend, we had our dive professionals come in. We finalized our plans and reviewed the calendar. The team is ready and eager to get started. Now, just how many days are there to spring? And now, we are only a few days from heading down to Little Cayman for another exciting dive trip. This is Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio for Monday, January 15, 2024. First up today is an update from Aqualung. Now, in mid-December, I saw this message from Deeper Blue that Aqualung would be changing their North American operations dramatically. The story indicated that they would be closing their facilities in both California and Hawaii with subsequent job losses while retaining a small staff to handle North America. They also indicated that the U.S. distribution would be moved somewhere on the East Coast. Not exactly sure how this would play out. I reached out to our Aqualung rep, and we had the opportunity to chat. It seems like there is a renewed, strong focus on working with local dive shops again. Specifically, one of the changes they are making is that they're going to stop selling direct to consumers, a recognition that the brick-and-mortar stores are critical to the scuba diving customers. Job losses and closing facilities is never pleasant news. Businesses, however, do need to make decisions that are necessary to keep them viable. Last week, DEMA conducted two town hall meetings to discuss the 2024 DEMA show in order to let everyone know what is happening with respect to the overlap with the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Well, Given that the show is planned many years in advance and the fact that there are limited destinations able to host such a show, it is economically unfeasible to either move the dates or locations of the DEMA show. So with these constraints, DEMA wanted to get the message out as to as many exhibitors and attendees about what the organization is doing to make hotels and rooms available and to relay just how the event will actually affect the show. Seems like those town halls were well-received and hopefully uh, alleviate a lot of fears out there about the show and we'll have a great 2024 get-together in Las Vegas. One of the many victims of the pandemic was a magazine called Dive Center Business. It was pretty much the only trade magazine for our industry, and I always look forward to getting it. In fact, I had a short article published in the very last edition, February of 2020. Our industry certainly needs something, and that is where William Klein is stepping in. He is publishing Scuba Diving Industry, billed as the industry's only trade dive magazine. Now, it's intended that this magazine will reach every brick-and-mortar dive shop in the United States, plus have a digital circulation of 14,400. It will be available to dive travel sellers, dive professionals, influencers, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing this one hit. 
Now, I know William is very passionate about this topic, and I want to thank him for stepping up to this challenge. And speaking of magazines, the January-February edition of Scuba Diving Magazine is now out. The cover story is a dive travel guide, 30 iconic experiences that will take your diving to the next level. Plus, they have a scuba lab test and review of 13 fins. A couple of the fins we carry were in the review, including the fourth element rec fin and the fourth element tech fin. Interesting that the Apex RK3 wasn't in there. That's my go-to fin. The dive travel guide is broken down by experiences like aggregations, wrecks, big animals, and several other categories. If you like wrecks, then check out the article on Metal in Paradise. That's about the seven wrecks around Oahu. Or you can explore Truck Lagoon with an article by Candace Landau. Just a reminder, Scuba Diving Magazine is the official publication of Paddy Club and a subscription to the magazine is part of your membership. We are very big fans of the fourth element undergarments for our dry suits. Now up here in New England, many of our divers choose the Arctic from fourth element, and now it's been redesigned for 2024. The new Arctic is now fully ocean positive, and that means it's using recycled polyester with a lot of other new features like P-valve routing and pockets. Now, you can get this one in a one-piece jumpsuit, and that'll cost $473. Or if you prefer the two-piece, the top and leggings will set you back $236 each. The Arctic socks are a mere $51. While this might seem pricey, when you're nice and toasty while you're diving, you'll be glad you made that investment. And finally, you might have heard me talk about the History of Diving Museum in the past. Still trying to pay a visit down there someday. Now, one of the programs that they run that I've talked about before is their monthly Immerse Yourself series. Well, the 2024 schedule is out on their website at thedivingmuseum.org. They run these on the third uh, Wednesday of every month at 7 p.m. Eastern. The first one is this week, and it's the topic is Iconic Reef Guardians. I did want to point out that the February 21st session, however, uh, because it looks like one that I want to attend, it is simply titled Empress of Ireland, and it's being delivered by David St. Pierre. Now, I did a little research, and it looks like David discovered an album of photos from the salvage operation. I'm definitely going to try to attend this one. Again, that's the History of Diving Museum, February 21st Immerse Yourself presentation on the Empress of Ireland. Well, that's it for this installment of Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio. Well, my commentary this time is going to be a little different. I want to talk about reading, and more specifically, my latest reading list for 2024. Now, over the years, I have alternated from reading a lot to times when I didn't read very much. You see, I am a notoriously slow reader. Some people devour books quickly. For me, it takes a commitment of time to make my way through a book. I guess that's why I sometimes lapse in my reading. Last year, I wanted to have an ambitious year of reading. I fell woefully short of my goal. 
So I decided that 2024 would be different. I would recommit to reading. I made a decision to stop tuning into the cable news with so much negativity, fear, and uncertainty, especially this year. Reading would replace that noise, so I began by creating an initial reading list. I thought I'd share that list with you today and maybe help those of you who are looking to develop a list of potential books to fill in some of your gaps. Several months ago, I was in our local Barnes & Noble browsing when I came upon a couple books. The first one was by Greg Skolmo, and it was his new book titled Chasing Shadows, and it was all about his life working on tracking great white sharks. It's a fascinating book, and I finished that one right away. But I also picked up another interesting book. The book is The Underworld, Journeys to the Depths of the Ocean by Susan Casey. Well, that book sat on my desk. Seems like I was uh, in that law of reading, but now it, it is the number one book on my 2024 reading list. If you're interested in some of the history of the deep exploration um, then, and more recent events like the Five Deeps Expedition, then this book should definitely be on your reading list. So The Underworld by Susan Casey is the first book on my list for 2024, and here's a newsflash on that. I finished it over the weekend, one down, and it was great. Next up will be a shift to fiction. Now, I like going back and forth. It's sort of an escape. For my fiction, I'm turning to Clive Cussler and a Dirk Pitt novel. Now, several years ago, I started to read the series. The series is up to 27 novels, by the way. Clive's son, Dirk, took over the series after Clive passed away in 2020, but Dirk has been working, was working with Clive since 2004. I've finished the first 16, and I started number 17, Trojan Odyssey, last year. I got partway through it, stopped. And it's time to go back, and I'm going to start this one over and see how Dirk, Al, and his newfound kids save the world once more. I'm looking forward to getting back to the Dirk uh, adventures. Who knows? Once I finish them all... It's going to be time to start them over from the beginning. For all you Clive Cussler fans out there, which one should you really read first? For the next book on my reading list, I'm going to shift away from the ocean to a topic that was very exciting to me when I was young, the space race. Now, I have read so much about the early years of the Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo missions and the astronauts who were my heroes growing up. The book is Rocket Men by Robert Curson. Yes, he's the same author of The Shadow Divers, which I've read several times. Rocket Men is about the Apollo 8 mission to the moon way back in 1968. Now, I can remember watching that event and being amazed that there were actually men up there circling the moon. This one has been on my list for quite some time, and it's timely given all the news about our potential return to the moon soon. If all goes according to plan, I'll shift back to Dirk Pitt, and this time with Clive and Dirk Cussler's Black Wind. I'm pretty sure this is the first book that Dirk was involved uh, in writing. This one's all about a couple of lost Japanese World War II subs that went missing with a deadly virus destined for U.S. cities. Then I have three more books on my list right now. Ocean Outbreak, Confronting the Rising Tides of Marine Disease by Drew Harvell, Another Clive and Dirk Cussler novel, The Treasures of Khan, 
and The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Frederick Stonehouse. Now, Ocean Outbreak was published in 2019, and it's about Drew and her scientists' colleagues investigating how coral, abalone, salmon, and starfish have been devastated by disease. Again, this one's been sitting on my desk for a while. Treasure of Khan was published in 2006, and it's another adventure weaving historical figures into the modern-day thriller. And then finally, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald was first published in 1977, just two years after the anniversary of the sinking. Now, I have the 25th anniversary update. Now, this should be an interesting read, as there's always things about shipwrecks that remain a mystery. So to recap, here are my first seven books on my reading list for 2024. Number one, The Underworld by Susan Casey. Number two, Trojan Odyssey by Clive Cussler. Three, Rocket Men by Robert Curson. At number four, Black Wind, co-authored by Dirk and Clive Cussler. Number five, Ocean Outbreak by Drew Harvell. Number six, Treasure of Khan, also by Clive and Dirk. And number seven, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Frederick Stonehouse. Now, as I said at the top, I plan on devoting more time to my reading this year, as even as slow as I do read. And I plan on giving you an update later on, and maybe have more to share about my 2024 reading list. What about you? Do you have one this year? Well, I hope you enjoyed that short segment on my reading list. I'm looking forward to keeping up with that program this year, and I already have some thoughts on adding more books to the list. In the meantime, it's time for some vacation. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon in a couple of weeks. Bye for now. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast supporting our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Talk to you next time.